0: Welcome everybody to Beyond the Box Set, a podcast where we normally pitch prequels, sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any, but today we are going to also do that for every film that we saw in 2018.
1: Yeah, get comfortable.
0: Close off the year. So this is probably going to be a two-parter episode because we imagine it's going
1: to run for uh, a bit longer than our normal episodes. Mm -hmm. What's the plan then, John? What do we do? I guess we just run through all of the films that we've seen in the cinema this year Mm -hmm. because part of our little routine at Beyond the Box Set is we will record an episode together on a film, usually from the past, and then we'll go to the cinema together and watch a new film. Would have been usually from the past? Well, it's mostly not a film that's been released <laughs> this in 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you are a follower of our Patreon, then you will already have heard all of these films mostly have been reviewed on our bonus show, Beyond Beyond the Box Set, uh, where we do proper full-length reviews of movies we've seen in the cinema. So if you are not a Patreon already, get on that. Maybe this will be a taster for you to get on board with our... Special mm. extra show, which is yeah. usually a lot of fun to do. So that's
0: patreon.com slash set, That's where you can find that. Yes. and donate as much, as little as you like to get access to those shows. Mm-hmm. But What we're going to do today is uh, sort of quick, quick review. Very quickly and- run
1: through the films we've seen at the cinema this year, how yeah. we felt about them. And then pitch like a quick one second, not one second, quick one line, <laughs> two line sequel. Yeah. And just, yeah, just reminisce on whether we think this has been a good year in cinema or not yeah okay so i have to go go through
0: the journey that was this
1: year in film so i have the list in front of me we're going to go chronologically but i've also at the end of every episode of beyond beyond the box set our bonus show we mark each film out of 10 Mm -hmm. and i have tabulated all of the results of all the films we've seen in 2018 and ranked them according to average Mm -hmm. so i can also look back on what the scores we gave at the time and we can decide whether or not we ranked them too high too low or whether we stand by it sure shall we begin better had. okay so the first film we saw in 2018 together mm-hmm. was Molly's Game. Oh, yeah. Remember Molly's Game? Yeah, yeah. Remember that, that film? Yeah, that was a long
0: time ago. But it yeah. was, well, it was a year ago. A year ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That was, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. A lot of people didn't like this film. Do a lot of people just not like Aaron Sorkin films in general? I think
1: that's it. I think it's a very divisive um Way film. of doing films. Yes. So this was Aaron Sorkin directing jessica chastain in a real life i believe story about mm-hmm. a woman who was a professional skier and then became, turned to a life of gambling she's a professional poker she was a professional poker hostess yeah she wasn't gambling herself no she was hosting high stakes gambling matches poker matches mm-hmm. and uh then got sucked into kind of the gambling underworld i guess and yeah yeah, I like a casino movie. I think that's why I enjoyed this one a lot. Yes, and I think Aaron Sorkin was the perfect writer for this. Absolutely. It was very talky, mm-hmm. but that was good because I don't know how to play poker. So, yeah. the constant <laughs> they, voiceover. I, yeah, I remember they did sort
0: of int- introduce you to poker and explain what needed explaining very well.
1: Yes, they did. Um,
0: which, yeah, the film would have been quite bad without. that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what, what, uh,
1: what sequel idea could you give to this film? Oh, God. Uh, so maybe she i can't remember how it ended to be honest um i also don't remember (laughs) that that, that doesn't help so maybe she gives up poker and moves on to becoming a pimp yeah that 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 probably would work well yeah like a madam yes starts running like a still running, baron talking yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's, maybe she's like oh, really over-explaining in voiceover just how different sex acts work, like you know. Yeah, sure. So fisting involves, uh, <laughs> yes, you've that got would. this amount of lube, and you know uh-huh. sometimes accidents happen, and then yeah, yeah. I would like Jessica Chastain very seriously and dramatically explaining lots of weird sex stuff. Yes, I'd like, in, in Aaron Sorkin kind of tones, that'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a Title instead sort of Molly's Game. Molly's Shame.
0: Molly's Shame. There <laughs> it is. Yep. You know that movie Shame. Yep. You have yeah, a yeah. Sex yeah. addict. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I like that'
1: good. So we. What do you think we gave that back in the day? Oh, I reckon an eight, probably. Yeah, you're right. We both gave it an eight. So it's that's
0: that's how I feel about it. That's what these numbers are gonna gonna be when I say them. I'll say how I feel about them now.
1: Yeah. Cool. So after Molly's game, the next film we saw was The Post. The Post. Oh God. Mm. That this, was a boring film. This was this was one of those. This was last year's. This is from last year's Oscar season. Mm-hmm. One of those films that comes out Oscar season that nobody will ever watch again mm-hmm. after Oscar season. Uh, this was Steven Spielberg directing Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks in another true life story about the people who published documents about the government in the news. Something. Yes, Watergate. That was it.
0: Yeah, it would. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was building up to Watergate, but not quite Watergate yet. All think. I remember... I don't about know. His, yeah. I remember not knowing much about American history, mm. um, being very unhelpful at this point. Mm. And I think I also remember
1: saying, this should have been written by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, this would have been a <laughs> good <laughs> Aaron Sorkin film, because it would have explained it. Yeah. All I remember from this film is Meryl Streep's caftans. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing I remember. And her necklaces. Sure. All I remember is Meryl
0: Streep walking out of a court at the end, and just loads of young women just trying to touch her as though she's Beyonce.
1: Oh, yes, there was that as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was boring.
0: Yeah, this was not a good film. No. I reckon a three.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let me have a look. So we gave this... Oh, yeah, we gave, we both gave this a four. Both gave it a four, yeah. So this is the, in the bottom ten of the films we've seen this year. Great. It's not on the bottom. It's six from the bottom at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, we gave this film the exact same score that we gave to Venom. Great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. Um, that's weird because this film was a lot worse than Venom. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. I Maybe mean, we were too harsh on Venom. Venom was way more enjoyable than this. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, but but uh, sequel to make a sequel for this, I would. Oh, instead instead of. Staying in newspaper media, um, Meryl Streep and Tom
1: Hanks move on to conquer the mog- magazine world. Okay, like those trashy magazines mm. that are like, celebrity has months to live, or celebrity's gained weight. Oh no, celebrity's lost weight. Oh no, they've gained weight again. They've lost weight again, the horror. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think that's the, the logical sequel to this. Sure, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, that's the prequel. The prequel, okay. And so it's those two sort of building their names up into the in, in their newspaper industry.
1: No, I think I like it better as a sequel where they just get right. real trashy. Okay, sure. Yeah. I suppose when people retire, they can just do whatever they want. Yeah, exactly. Just like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's make Kim Kardashian a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, next up was Downsizing. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: this film, I tried to watch again recently, and I um, only got halfway through it. It's, it's a great concept.
1: Mm-hmm. That's all it's got going for it. Yeah, I would agree. I think we were too kind to this film. Mm-hmm. The more I think about it, the more I think this film was not very good. Mm. It was boring. It was mm. way too long. I remember it being super long. Yes, it really was. It should have been a, a quick 90 minutes. Yeah. So this is yeah Alexander Payne, director of right. Sideways and uh, The Descendants and other things, uh, directing Matt Damon as a man who is shrunk down to the size of, a, I don't know, like three inches or something. Yeah, Uh, In order to basically, yes, people, it it, it posits a world in the near future where people can pay to be shrunk down and then to live lives of wealth because everything's worth more and, you know, they Mm -hmm. consume less. And Mm -hmm. it was weird. Like, that's a great concept, like getting shrunk down to being tiny. Yeah. And then like how how would that affect your life, you know, for for money and for security or whatever. But then the film kind of ignored that. Mm -hmm. Once he got shrunk down, it became this weird thing about environmentalism and there was a plot line with a vietnamese actress Mm -hmm. with one with a leg injury or something Mm -hmm. and it was just it it felt like it really squandered its concept
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yes it uh it got through its
0: concept in the first 30 minutes basically all all the jokes were done
1: yeah. All the jokes
0: were in the trailer, plus some that got cut from the film.
1: Yeah, that's it. This film wasn't <laughs> we, funny. Yeah. It, it didn't know what it wanted to be. It, it wasn't it, comedy. It could have it been a serious. great comedy. Yeah. And it just wasn't. Kristen Wiggs in the first 10 minutes, and then she's gone. And yeah. Then, actually, it's probably the first half hour, because this film went on for fucking ever. Yeah, true. Um, you've got um, Christoph Waltz as well. Yeah. He was the best thing in this movie. He was the best thing in the film. I remember that being, yeah, mm. distinctly, him definitely being a stand-up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. This was really at the peak of Matt Damon being just like, oh, he's over Mm. for now. Mm -hmm. The world needs a break from Matt Damon. He's making terrible choices.
0: Yeah. We'll get some more of those. I think the sequel for this is Upsizing. Okay, yeah. I Um, you said this at the time. Did I? Okay, so it's set a few hundred years later, um, and they've they've essentially forgotten what it was like to be big. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now they're essentially sick of being small when there's so many predators out there. Yeah. You know,
1: like mosquitoes
0: are pretty much the same size as you. Yeah,
1: that's the thing the film never really addressed. No, it didn't. It never had the dangers of being smaller. Like you could get trodden on. Yeah, like ex- insects.
0: Ex- ex- exactly, yeah. So, uh, yeah, to try and combat, well, or to, to try and become the predators again instead of the prey, mm-hmm. uh, the human race decided to make itself bigger. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, in, 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 in doing so, suddenly the world is vastly overpopulated and the resources that are available are not great. Everybody's living in just these very old, Po- very poorly kept cities because mm-hmm. they've just been abandoned for 300 years oh, or whatever of course yeah um,
1: and uh, yeah Adventures in Sue I don't know that could work I've just remembered about this film that it had a large plot point was that everyone has to be like shaved and oh yeah do you remember that we saw a lot of Matt Damon's bum in this film you did and it, it, more he, than was necessary he, he's way past it no yeah, we didn't need that at all no. it was upsetting um, <laughs> but I do remember, uh, well, because the whole thing was you have to be fully shaved and you have to have like a colonic irrigation to get all the poo out of you because if you, otherwise this is a thing that this film talked about because mm. otherwise if you get shrunk then your hair follicles apparently don't shrink with you or, and your shit doesn't shrink apparently. I imagine it's just any sort of dead tissue yeah. that's you know, on your body mm-hmm. doesn't shrink. yeah So things like teeth
0: fingernail uh, fingernails. That was it, they How have it to pull all your that? teeth out, yeah. yeah.
1: So they have all this stuff and they spend a lot of time on that in this film. And they then do. at the end of the this film In what could have been great comedy. Yes, exactly, but it's not it's Two just like, is always funny. Yeah, but they just made it boring, yeah. Yeah. But then at the end of the film, there's people riding tiny horses. And I remember thinking, did they shave those horses? Did they take all the <laughs> pull the teeth out of all those horses? <laughs> They take all the poo out Did they horses? give horses a colonic irrigation? <laughs> yeah. That's a scene I want to see. Yeah. Is it? Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> That's my sequel. Okay. It's just a horse poo, the movie. Like, the hooves. The hooves. They don't have to, don't have to take the hooves off. Because yeah. they're just, you know. Yeah. Yes. Also, are bones not dead tissue? No. Okay. I don't think. I'm pretty sure they're not. It's hooves are bones. Pardon? Hooves are bones, right? Uh, yeah.
0: Maybe. I. I but teeth are bone? I really don't know. Uh, I don't think teeth are bone- are they not? Um, no, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know anything. Okay, I I'm think... Not, I'm not a biologist. You're not? No. You've lied to me all these years. Just because, like, teeth don't rot away with the rest of your body, and, you know, you'll see a skeleton with teeth That's in it. That's what I mean, yeah. But I don't think it's... I'm pretty sure
1: it's not made of the same material. Okay. So, I don't know. Fair enough. Okay. I had questions. Mm. Uh, But anyway, let's... So, yeah, we gave that a seven each. I think that was too high. I'd yes. probably give this film about a five on reflection
0: uh, Maybe lower Yeah, probably um,
1: five, five and a half, five maybe That's Yeah, four or five I think is more yeah. realistic Okay, so next up, another hangover from Oscar season last year Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri uh, This was really good yeah. um, It was your standard Oscar movie
0: mm-hmm. um, And I'm pretty sure it had a standard Oscar reception mm-hmm. Plenty of nominations, maybe a win, maybe not
1: it won Best Actress and Best Supporting Actor. Okay. Frances McDormand and Sam Rockwell both won Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, and the film was pretty good. Yeah, don't really know what to say. I I remember coming out of the cinema, watch, having watched it, being like, I don't know, man. I'm not sure, Mm. but it's one that stayed with me, Mm -hmm. and it's one that I've gone back to. It's a thinker, isn't it? It is, and yeah, I think it's because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be, that I was resistant to it, Mm -hmm. but this is one I actually have gone back and watched again, and I've decided I actually really like this film. Yeah, yeah, me too. I I would happily watch this again, even though it's not a happy movie. No, it's not, but it's... Not at all,
0: but I would very much like to watch this for a third time. Yeah.
1: This is a film, I think, that where the quality of the acting elevates it so Easily, yeah. It has three really good performances. Mm-hmm. It's Frances McDormand. So if you've not seen Free Billboards, Frances McDormand plays a mother of a young girl who was raped and murdered. Mm-hmm. And the police have not found the killer and they have kind of dropped the case a little bit. Mm-hmm. So she hires out free billboards in her local town and basically uses them to shame the local police force. Yeah. Headed by Woody Harrelson, also with Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. He's another officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, to shame them into... Continue, reopening and continuing the case, mm-hmm. and then it's her conflict with them basically, mm-hmm. and yeah, the, the, all three fantastic actors. This was the year that I really fell in love with Sam Rockwell. I've seen so many good Sam Rockwell Same, films yeah. this year, and also revisited some Sam Rockwell films. We did Galaxy Quest on Beyond the Box it this year. I mm-hmm. remembered how how good he was in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, We did the way way back on Beyond the Box Sets again. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this was the year I really realized Sam Rockwell is great. Yeah, and yeah, I've always liked Francis McDormand Mm. and Woody Harrison as well, obviously.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Well, what do you do for a sequel to this then?
1: Oh man, tough. (laughs) It is. It really is. Well, because so it kind of finishes. um,
0: Are we spoiling these films? I don't know. I think we should. Oh, well, actually, for putting sequels, we have to. We have to. Um, So yeah, this finishes with the two of them driving off into the sunset to go and hunt down the person that they... No, it's not even the person that they think is guilty of this. It's just the person who they know is guilty of some other crime. Yeah. And they're just going to go and kill this person.
1: Yeah, I mean, the plot was weird. It was, yeah. But basically, (laughs) they find out that Sam Rockwell finds a guy in a bar bragging about raping and murdering someone Mm. who is not Francis McDormand's daughter. Yeah. So they're like, well, I'm sorry, it's it's not the guy who killed your daughter, but he killed someone, so let's go drive and kill him. Yeah. And that's where the film ends. That's your sequel right there. Not yeah.
0: not that one occurrence, but just everything. Like They they, they get a liking for it. They become like so, vigilantes. Yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah.
1: That'd, be, that'd be great. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, three murders literally outside Ebbing it. Mm, yep. <laughs> okay, I like it. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, next one. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, what do you, what um, do you think
1: we gave three billboards at the time? Eight. Eight? Uh, I will tell you that you gave it an eight. I gave it a seven. Okay. In retrospect, I would also up it to an 8. So, yeah. yeah. So it had an average of 7.5. Yeah. Which is also what we gave to Deadpool 2 and Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm happy with that.
0: Mm,
1: well, we'll get to it when we get to it. <laughs> okay. Next up, uh, a big one from this year. A Kind of a hangover from last year, but we saw it this year. The Greatest Showman. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this. This has been such a huge... Well, the soundtrack for this film has been so huge this year. Mm-hmm and all the songs have been huge hits. Mm-hmm. Um it's been huge with young people and kids. Um, it's been huge with your neighbor. My neighbor he <laughs> plays that one song over and over again. Uh my my friend's daughter loves this loves the musical from this. Mm-hmm. Loves all the songs. Yeah, I feel like This the soundtrack of this has done so well, but I can't remember a lot about the film itself. I remember that the plot was
0: just really not in, it it didn't uh spend time on the interesting things. No because it gave you the interesting characters which are the people who become uh, the circle people yes um where everybody's different they've they've all come from kind of uh, minority backgrounds of of some sort mm-hmm. um all different minority backgrounds and they're all coming together and just being this amazing show
1: and they—that's not what the film's about. No, the film's about Hugh Jack. So Hugh Jackman plays P.T. Barnum, who was a real person mm. who had like a, a quote-unquote freak show, and mm-hmm. that was his whole thing. It was a bunch of people who were, you know, in some way unusual. You—you've mm-hmm. got like a bearded lady. You
0: y- y- yeah, he had like a, a guy who, whose face was covered in hair.
1: Yes, that was it. Yes, you, um, you've got lots of these like curiosities. Yeah, but the film is more about his relationship. Lots of hairy things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the thing. I, I do one thing I do remember from this film is that you had. Genuine freaks. Mm -hmm. I don't mean that offensively, but, you know, you've got a bearded lady, Mm -hmm. uh, an extremely hairy man, and then you've got some questionable freaks. Like Zendaya. Like, yeah, so her... An absolutely stunning-looking
0: girl who's just not white. Yeah, I felt like her... That's, quote, that's, quote, that's, that's why I was saying minority backgrounds earlier, because
1: yeah, it was the like, freak just doesn't apply yeah, there. Her special thing is, she's black. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. That was weird to me. yeah uh, But yeah, the, the film isn't really about the freaks, and it should be. It's more about a heavily fictionalised version of P.T. Barnum mm-hmm. and his relationship with... Well, he almost has an affair with an opera singer. Mm-hmm. Again, op- quote op- opera. Quote unquote, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a character played by uh, Rebecca Ferguson, mm-hmm. who is... Touted as the greatest opera singer of all time, mm-hmm. and then she sings a song, and it's like a Kelly Clarkson kind of you know pop song. Yeah, and it's about whether PC Barnes will g- get with her or we'll stay with his wife, played by Michelle Williams, who can't sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the plot was so inconsequential. It all really I remember was. is there's a scene where he rides a big CGI elephant, and I laughed, I laughed, I laughed, mm-hmm. and I also laughed when Zac Efron and Zendaya have their big duet, <laughs> and they're just being yanked back and forth <laughs> on the uh, ty- on the acrobat ropes. Yes, but mm-hmm. other than that, not much.
0: No, yeah. The film, I imagine, appeals quite a lot to any fan of, for, of Disney musicals. Yeah. Largely because it's got two quite big Disney musical stars. Yes. Um, this film was not for me. Mm-hmm. Not even slightly. To make a sequel of it, I guess it'd be P.T. Barnum doing something else. Oh God, I don't know what though.
1: I'd like to see a He's film that just was just, rather intriguing. than a sequel, I'd like to see a film about the real P.C. Barnum, who by all accounts was a big yeah. bastard, like a <laughs> terrible yeah. human being who exploited all these like vulnerable people, mm-hmm. or a film that was just tells the story of the, the freaks, like properly, like gives them a story. Yeah. I want back. the bearded <gasps> lady movie. Mm. Orange is New Black, but with these people. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Maybe after the circus burns down. Remember yep. when the circus burnt down? Yes. that yeah. <laughs> yeah. In real life, all those animals died. Sure. It was very sad. He had whales. What he had whales and And they they died whales. oh my god I mean they must have had the most horrible life they Mm. must have just been in like these tiny little tanks they Mm -hmm. probably wished for death yeah but yeah he had whales that died in a fire bloody hell that was not in this film no so yeah a darker version of this film that puts more focus on the freaks Mm -hmm. is what I would say for this yep I like it what do you think you gave it at the time
0: um, I reckon I gave it a five at the time. Okay. Um, I mean, I mean, now it's less. It's a three. It's even,
1: like... even... Wow, a three. You really hated it. Yeah. That much? Is it because it's been so popular? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not gone away. You've had no chance of feeling good things about it. Correct. Well, I can tell you that we gave this film... I think I can tell you. Where is it? Did I put it on the I list? I thought you had these things in order. I thought I did too. Okay, that that one seems to have slipped the nest a little bit. So apparently I gave it a six. Mm-hmm. Do you think you gave it a five? I do not know. Probably. Okay, well, let's say you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anything else had a six and a five? Okay, so that puts it on a power of Ocean's 8.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Cool. Sure. Which we'll get to. Great. Next up, oh, here's another hangover from last year's Oscars. Phantom Fred. Oh, uh, I remember this time of the year. It was a tough time of year because <laughs> every film was shit. Did you have a bad Oscar season this
0: year? I think I did. Mm. I think I did. Yeah what what one again what was Shape of Water wasn't it yeah oh, that one Yeah, yeah well, sure we'll, we'll get to that yeah. um, Phantom Thread super boring mm. I was not even slightly interested in this film at any point beforehand during afterwards I only watched it because it got nominated for Best Picture somehow yeah and it clearly only got nominated for Best Picture because Daniel Day-Lewis was in it mm. if it was anybody else would it have got a Best Picture nomination
1: eh, probably not
0: yeah I, don't know. I like this did you? I kind of did. What did you like about it? What was likable about this film? I other o- other than the twist at the end, which turns
1: out Daniel Day Lewis is into sex. <laughs> he's into sex. <laughs> <laughs> festive, he's into sex. That rare fetish. is into sex. Well, yeah, I liked the, I liked this film because it was weird and kinky. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I it just only got kinky in the last ten minutes. Yeah, they, 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 I felt like it was. It, it,
0: it, it was it was building a bit of a romance, and then it was just suddenly just like, oh, and now he, he he
1: likes being tied up. Yeah, I don't know. I could sense that there was some weird shit going on, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So this is a uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, director of Magnolia and Boogie Nights, both mm-hmm. great films. I don't think you've seen either. Directing Daniel Day Lewis as a dressmaker, like a fashion guy. Yeah, yeah. Who is incredibly. Well, oh, that was the other thing that was weird because he seemed super gay. Mm-hmm. But he was not in fact gay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes on an assistant slash model, played by an actress called Vicky Creeps or Creeps. Mm. Yeah, uh, and they they get into a relationship, but he's incredibly neurotic and demanding, and he's not a very good boyfriend at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of puts up with a lot of shit from him. And then at the end of the film, it turns out she's been poisoning him the whole time. But he's into it because he really likes all that kinky shit. Yes, it was weird. Yes. I liked how weird it was. Sure. I don't know. It was slow. If it it wasn't so slow, I would have probably been
0: quite into it. Yeah. Because, yeah, I like a good twist. Yeah. And, yeah, this had it.
1: But it's just that it was so dull. I don't know. Because it was so slow and it it was almost like a Pride and Prejudice style, kind of. Because it was, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like a costume drama. Mm. So it it did have that level of, that baseline of boring. Mm -hmm. But also there was just something weird. And I was like, this this, this is, something's going to happen. I can tell. Mm -hmm. It's. It's built into something, and then it did. And I was like, I kind of like that. I don't know. I just liked it. Sure. I was, yeah. Okay, well, w- what would a sequel of this look like? Oh, I don't know. Maybe she accidentally kills him.
0: Yes, and mm. then what? So then she move, up move on to some, Covers up the crime quite quickly and moves past it, moves on to someone else. Yes. I was a big obsession with. Because she was poisoning him with mushrooms. Yes, she was. <laughs> um, she has a big obsession with. Oh, I don't know. It, it's it got to be like the best at their trade.
1: Yeah. Because he, yeah, that was the whole thing. Because he's a fashion designer, but he's kind of falling out of fashion. Mm. So they spent a lot of time on that. What about like an author or something? Mm, like a J.K. Rowling type. Yeah. Or maybe she gets into like a lesbian relationship with like Jane Austen or something. Was she around at that time? Probably a bit laughed at Jane Austen. I don't know. This is like 1920 ish, I think, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, let's say it was Jane Austen. Or, 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 or Virginia Woolf. Someone. I don't know. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Remember the scene in this film where she he seduces her by eating a giant ink full english? It was so odd. <laughs> yes. He orders like an absurdly large full english breakfast. Yes, he does.
0: He just keeps ordering more while, and more yeah. while like not breaking eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> 3 sausages.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was like, I'll have six sausages and eight rounds of bacon. And yeah. all of it. it was like, it was, it was it was, an absurd amount of food. And I was like, well, what is this? What's happening? Yeah. I, I like it. I'm interested. Because did he eat it all?
0: I guess he did. It gets to a, to a certain level where eating a lot of food is not sexy anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, Ugh. yeah. like, I, I can see how eating can be sexy. Oh, it, yeah. it can be done sexily, but mm-hmm. there's a limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. Man versus food has never been sexy. No, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever turns you on. Um, okay, well, I'm guessing that you rated this like probably an eight or something. I reckon
1: I gave it like a four. Uh, let me find that's out. What, that's how I feel about it. There. Okay. Fancy uh, Fred? No, 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 you were you were kinder than that. I gave it a six. Did I really give? It? I I figured I'd up that to a seven. Okay. This film stayed with me. I thought about <coughs> it a lot. You gave it a five. Okay. Next up, another Oscar one. Call me by your name. Again. Fuck films. Fuck films. This. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are all, we're still in like January, February. So this is a lot of, you know. Yeah. We, oh, we should be going quicker than boring Oscar films.
0: Um, But oh, this film was just. So disappointing. Yeah. I really wanted it to be building to something. Yeah. Um, and it, it just didn't really... I couldn't get past the weirdness of the age difference of the actors.
1: Yeah, that was a big problem I had as well. Army Hammer was far too old for the role. Yeah,
0: if if it if it was a, a similar age cast, mm-hmm. I would have been a lot more into this film. Sure. Um, not that this is my kind of film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really there for big romance things. Sure. A lot of romance in a movie, but if the movie's about the romance...
1: Not so much, yeah.
0: Yeah. I uh, don't want really to know what else to say about that. Yeah. it wasn't that interesting there weren't that many major plot points it built up a, it built up a little bit to the two of them finally sleeping together yeah and yeah it kind of did that but then that happened halfway through the film mm-hmm. and then from then it was just not really much no an emotional conversation with his dad at one point and that was a high point that was a
1: high point yeah he fucks a peach
0: Oh, fucking hell, forgot that. <laughs>
1: How could you forget that? That's the infamous thing about this film.
0: <laughs> Very true. That felt out of place mm-hmm. L- looking back on it now.
1: No, I disagree. Do yeah. you? No, because it's all about Timothy Chalamet. So, this is Tim- Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer play a. Well, Timothy Chalamet is like a young man, a young boy in Italy in the 80s who's kind of coming to terms with his sexuality Mm -hmm. i think he's bisexual he has he has a girlfriend he seems to enjoy sex with women but then army hammer turns up and he Mm -hmm. totally fancies army hammer and he doesn't know how to deal with these emotions he doesn't know how to process it Mm -hmm. and at some point he has sex with a peach Mm -hmm. or he wanks you know he he puts a peach on his dick basically yes and comes into it um then army hammer threatens to eat the peach then there's some tears and there's some sex there's Mm -hmm. there's lots of weird half blowjobs which Mm -hmm. is confusing yeah Uh, then they they do have sex then army hammer goes away and then it's the end of the film Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah uh no i i i I think the peach scene was i don't want to say realistic in the sense that oh yeah everyone's fucked a peach Hmm. but it it was true to the character being like kind of kinky and sexually frustrated and you know
0: i guess yeah fine um i reckon for a sequel to this one oh it's difficult cuz like i feel like they sh- they shut the book on those two actually getting together again
1: yeah okay. yeah cuz at the end of army hammer marries a woman does he okay. and then timothy chalamet cries into the fireplace mm
0: mm-hmm. mhm yeah okay well i reckon it's just timothy chalamet trying to find love with somebody else mm-hmm. and he's he, he he struggles most of the time and it's just generally a pretty unhappy movie sounds great yeah th- th- then he meets her with army hammer again okay the film builds up to where those two are finally gonna get back together or something, and then at the last minute, Timothy Chalamet realizes he doesn't want it, and uh, and then decides that he's just happy by himself.
1: No, oh, he doesn't need anyone. Doesn't he need doesn't any. need a man. No. Nope. Okay. Hmm. Could work. So, I have a sequel idea for this one. Mm. So, at some point, <laughs> this, this, sounds, sh- this sounds pre-prepared.
0: <laughs> no, no, it, it's just it's actually just come to me. Okay. But I'm, I'm very happy with it. Mm-hmm. Uh.
1: Earlier this year, you made me watch a terrible, terrible piece of shit huh? called Sausage Party. <laughs> yes, I did, <laughs> in which like foodstuffs. Oh no! No! Oh John! <laughs> so it's the same film. Oh, spend on the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I have been chosen. Oh, only good things await me now. Mm. Oh no! <laughs>
0: I mean, the peach will probably be into it, is the thing.
1: Maybe, yeah. Actually, they were very sexed up in uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so maybe that, that peach gets a good answer. Who's playing the peach? Uh, the peach should be played by. Oh, who'd play a peach? Ian McKellen. I was thinking that too, like a really old peach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you think Army Hammer's too old to have sex with Sophie Chalamet? <laughs> Ian McKellen? Oh. No, no, no. Daniel Day Lewis, Tom Holland, Tom Holland. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, you know,
0: it's it's perfect. to yeah. be honest. Mm. Age, sexual orientation, it's all there. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So. <laughs> um, but uh, oh god. Yeah. Also, this was a film that we reviewed on Beyond the bon- Beyond Beyond the Box Set. Mm. This is one that we reviewed in the pub. And we were both really, really drunk. Oh, yeah. oh, great. It's a fun one to listen back to. Okay, We cool. were just rambling. Yeah. Just saying words. <laughs> it was great. Uh, okay, what do you think you gave this one? Six. You
0: think you gave it a six? I don't think it should be, though. I reckon I, uh, right now I'm feeling about... A f-
1: Five, five. you nice. did give it a six, and I gave it a seven. Oh, oh great! I think, I, I think I'll keep that as a seven. I think seven's about right because <laughs> it was a bit miscast, but I also enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yes, so that got six point five, putting it on a par with Isle of Dogs and Incredibles two. Lovely, lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we have Black Panther. Oh, great film! There we go. We're on, back on your territory now. Mm-hmm. Yes, got out of that
0: crap period of shit films for the Oscars,
1: you'd love the Oscars. Yeah, no, I normally do. Yeah. 2018 was a bad year. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there's still some Oscar films, some better Oscar films to come. But yeah. Okay, cool. Um, the order's a little off then. So yeah, Black Panther. It's chronological. Black Panther came out in the middle of last year's Oscar season. Did didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, Black Panther, pretty great film. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, for me, it's your, it's, it's your standard Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I loved it any any more or less than other ones because it's got its ups and downs. It is sold entirely on its supporting cast. Oh, yes. Um, the lead, Chadwick Boseman. I mean, he's fine. The character is just your standard superhero. Noble hero. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very standard. Yeah. Other than
1: everybody's black. Yeah. Which is obviously refreshing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this? I enjoyed this. I had, I, I had this. I think this is the best Marvel film I saw this year. hmm Definitely. Yeah, I like this more than Infinity War and more than Spider-Man. Um, Into the Spider-Verse. Is that Marvel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it is. Cause, well,
0: uh, it, well, it, it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's from
1: Marvel Comics. Uh, well, they're such different films. They really are. Um, Probably about. I'd, I'd I'd find it difficult to separate them. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this as a live action one. I I I thought the yeah I thought the supporting cast were very good. I loved all the costumes. It was visually delightful. Mm-hmm. So many fantastic the, the makeup, the wigs, the costumes. It was really mm-hmm. really. It looked great. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone was really giving it. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Yeah? Yeah. Stand-up character? Oh, definitely Denai Guerrero from The Walking Dead. Sure. She was a lot of fun. For me, it was Andy Circus, The one white guy, sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, there was Martin Freeman as well. Oh, okay, there were two white guys. Don't forget, yeah. the Tolkien white guys. Oh, yes, you're right. Okay, yeah. Um. No, yeah, and Andy Circus was... Uh, he
1: was uh, a lot,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think he, he he was pretty good in that. But also, so was um, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Um, he was, he was, he, he was one of the best villains that, that that Marvels had.
1: He was a good villain because he was a villain who was also somewhat sympathetic. Mm, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Marvel have started doing that now in their films, so you can start start to see the villain's point of view. Yeah. As opposed to just somebody goes insane for no random for, for some random reason. Yeah. Which is what most Spider-Man villains do, for example. Sure. It's not. The, those aren't random reasons. They're general scientific experiments gone wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In every Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yes. Every, yes. Every Spider-Man
1: movie. Okay. Right. Yeah. This guy had a reason. <laughs> he had. He had a rationale. Yeah. Good villain. Mm-hmm. Um. Sequel to this. I mean, there's going to be one. Well,
0: yes. Um, what would you hope for? I reckon that there's a fight for the throne, but. Uh, Black Panther or oh, Chadwick Boseman's character doesn't keep it. Okay. Um and deliberately doesn't keep it. Like he he, he lets he, he lets himself lose a fight or you know, he um oh what's the word when you give up a fight? Surrender? Yes. Um yeah, he, he surrenders a fight and surrenders the throne to somebody else, and that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And that's um joining where the film goes. Probably Denai Guerrero or something.
1: Yeah, or his little sister, presumably.
0: I uh, don't really get the impression that she wants to she, that she wants
1: the throne at any point in time. No, ever. but maybe that would be interesting. Maybe it would. She has it thrust upon her, you know. Oh yeah, okay. Mm. Oh, so he actually dies. Yeah, or always 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 presumed dead. <laughs> okay. They're well, not going to kill Black Panther and Black Panther. They, they might. I doubt they'll kill him.
0: Well, it 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 could happen and then they just have a different person in the role. It wouldn't be like killing Peter Parker and putting somebody else in the spider even though sure. that gets done in the comics mm-hmm. because Peter Parker is such a well-known character sure, whereas sure, sure. W- tell me his name.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I-, I keep forgetting. Um, T'Challa. T'Challa, okay, T'cha- sure. T'Challa, yeah. Okay. But, I think. Yeah, so... They could get a new character in that role. Mm.
1: No, I like the idea of something happens and he is, like, missing presumed dead. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so so maybe... Thanos snaps his fingers at the end of Infinity War and he's he's, yeah. he's he's then gone. Maybe
1: when he inevitably rematerializes, it's not in it's not in Wakanda. It's uh, somewhere and, else. And, and, and it's after
0: whenever Black Panther 2 yes. is set. Mm. So Black Panther 2 comes out, oh, is, is set um,
1: after Infinity War, but yeah, before exactly.
0: they fix the world.
1: Yeah. Um, that could be interesting. I think that's really interesting, yeah. Mm. And maybe the sister has survived the finger snap. Did we see if she did or not? We didn't see. Okay. Um, and she says so she a, takes According the to throw. the
0: new Avengers trailer,
1: she's missing as well. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Fine. Oh, after shit, who's after, who's next in line after her? I don't think anybody is, but Denai Guerrero could just take it. Oh, maybe Angela Bassett could take it.
0: Yes, she was great. Well, yeah, I suppose yeah, she's still in royal blood, isn't she? Yeah, totally, or something. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, okay, out of ten, I reckon I gave this a nine, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with that. I think I think behind uh, no no, no it's just a nine. Um, the film does not fall apart, but it's it's let down in the final act. Um, when it just becomes Black Panther fighting evil Black Panther. Yeah. With a CGI train or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Of uh, course. I, I can confirm we both gave this a nine. Okay. And this is in our top five of the year. Mm. I'm not going to reveal what our top five of the year was just yet, but this mm-hmm. is one of the higher ranking films. So. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Next was uh, another. Okay, we're coming to a. Well, actually, we've got quite a few Oscar films left. Another Oscar film, Darkest Hour.
0: Oh God! Oh, I thought we were out of the bad season. I'm sure I said this at the time. No, no, not ever. No, not at all. Um, This was dull. It gave a bit of promise of like, okay, well maybe Gary Oldman's gonna be really good as Churchill, and he's gonna be a good bit of fun. Mm -hmm. Because I remember in the trailer you see him laughing at a few little bits, and you know that photo of him where he puts he holds his two fingers up. Yeah, and they make it as though he's a little bit quirky and funny. And he is for a total of five seconds in the film. Yeah. And then the rest of it is really, really boring and mm. physically dark. Yes. yeah. It was I, a very... re- I remember watching this because I, I don't think that we watched it at the cinema.
1: No, we wa- I did, but not with you. So we watched okay. it separately.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm, I watched it at home and the copy I had... I mean, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't great. My telly's not that good at showing blacks. And so whenever there was like a dark corner or, I don't know, a dark scene, for example, the mm. entire film... You just couldn't really see anything. Yeah, and it was it was a genuine problem. No, I
1: do remember. Even in the cinema, I remember it being a very bleak and dreary looking film. Yeah, I reckon I rated a four. Okay, and I would I would stick with that now. You did give Darkest Hour a four. Mm-hmm. I gave it a six. Mm-hmm. I would now downgrade that to a five. Yep. I don't think I'll ever watch that film again. No, definitely. That not. was a film that exists only in Oscar season, and you know, mm-hmm. best actor Gary Oldman finally won an Oscar. Yeah, sure, but.
0: Yeah, he didn't deserve it for this. He deserved no, it for it, it was like a, many it was of his other roles. a total career Oscar. Yeah,
1: which is a shame. Next up is The Shape of Water, the best picture of last year according to the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good film. I had a lot of fun with this. I yeah, enjoyed it,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't remember what I rated it. Probably like an eight or something. I reckon maybe a nine.
1: Yeah, this was a good, fun fantasy. Yeah, again, really elevated by fantastic acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Hawkins was great. Octavia Spencer was really good. Mm-hmm. Richard Jenkins was in it. It was. I love fantasy Michael, films. Michael Shannon was a great Ma- villain. He was a fantastic. This is one I've not rewatched, but I want to. I have rewatched it, and it, it absolutely holds, it holds up. up. Good. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I, I really enjoyed watching this film both mm-hmm. times. Soundtrack
1: was amazing. Mm. I did it win an Oscar for that. No, I don't think so. I think it just. I, won. And I know it got nominated. Probably yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it. it it was a really good film. Yeah. Really, I would, really good Yeah, film. I, this is one I really need to revisit. Sally Hawkins is a deaf woman who is... Who falls in love with a fish. A fish, a fish man, yes. A fish man, yeah. She works in a science facility. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, yes, they capture a human fish thing. Mm-hmm. And she falls in love with it. Bonks it. Yep, and, and
0: um, uh, Michael Shannon wants to get it back mm-hmm. um, for the sake of science, I guess. And he gets so mad and so evil, he rips off his own fingers at one point. Yeah. I also remember
1: that the, 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 the sea creature, the sea creature, eats a cat at one point. Oh yeah, which I enjoyed, and it wasn't a problem. I approved that. I approved that in a film. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was Richard Jenkins. Is cat. Richard Jenkins' is cat. Yeah. yeah, it it was weird that he wasn't annoyed at all. No, but it, he was it, like, he was just like, no, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> don't eat my cat, please.
1: How should we watch that film? <laughs> it's, it's it's a good one. Yeah, um, nine, I think. Uh, I can reveal that you gave Shape of Water a... Oh, it's not real. Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, we both gave it nine. Okay. yeah Two nines, so that was a, a well-liked one.
0: Yeah, lovely. For a sequel to this, um, The Shape of Earth. It's okay. all about mole
1: people. Interesting, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like don't that. Want, don't know anywhere else to go with that, but... No. Uh, yeah.
1: Sure, yeah, you could do the, all the elements. The Shape of Water, The Shape of Earth, The Shape of Oxygen. Air. Air, yeah. Air doesn't really have a shape, does it?
0: I mean, no more
1: than oxygen does. No, no, no. You know, yeah. <laughs> What's the other one? F- oh, fire. The shape of fire. Oh, shape the shape of fire. Of fire yeah. That'd be good. The shape of clouds. There shape of the there, cloud. there, there, there's air that has a shape. Oh, there you go, yeah, yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. I think I like the shape of fire. The shape of fire does sound pretty good. Yeah. Mm. I don't um, know how the
1: sex would work.
0: No. Same with air. What happened there? <laughs> uh, you could do air pressure, I guess. Yeah. Um, how would that work? <laughs> I'm essentially just imagining Sally Hawkins and the Michelin Man getting together.
1: <laughs> That's a film. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Next up is Coco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw this one in Edinburgh together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is a pretty good film. A um, nice standard Pixar animation with some good fresh new ideas as this always. was lovely mm. I really liked this, mm-hmm. this is, I mean yeah I like most Pixar films but I thought this was so sweet and I loved the soundtrack yeah, it's really nice. original song. As well? It did. I was really happy it did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was happy with it too. But I remember the Oscars performance was just awful. All of them were really awful. I think there were some problems with the sound. Like because "This Is Me" was terrible as well. Was it? It was "This" versus "This Is Me" from What Grace Is This versus... is "This Is Me." Isn't that great a song? It's quite but it's a e- very popular song. It's quite easy
0: to I'm sure. Um, it's quite easy to get that wrong though because there's just a lot of screaming in it mm. and screaming you need to do right because if you do it wrong. It's just terrible.
1: Yeah, and she was very off-key. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was must have been some kind of sound issue with the Oscars that year, because nobody sang well. But, well, I guess they were concentrating more on getting the envelopes right. Yes, exactly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, this was really nice. This was classic Pixar. It was really like... Mm. So it's a story of a little boy growing up in Mexico? Yeah. Is it Mexico? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it really goes. Basically, it's a, he goes into the underworld because it's all his grandma is dying. Why does he go to the underworld?
0: I don't remember. Like, I I I absolutely adore this film, but I have only seen it
1: the once, and
0: I have forgotten a lot of it. I
1: think the plot is pretty inconsequential. Yeah. But for reasons he goes to the underworld, meets his old, meets his like deceased relatives. Mm-hmm sing some very nice songs. Mm-hmm. And then it's all a nice thing about, you know, how it's 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 basically about introducing young people to the concept of death and helping yeah. them to understand it and make sense of it. Yeah. And it's lovely. And it's also really great to see a film that's very much in, embedded in uh, Latin American culture, mm-hmm. Mexican culture in particular. And yeah, it's just, just it's Pixar and it's nice. Mm. Yeah. It was very nice. Yeah.
0: Yes, it, it, it really was. And that's all you
1: can all really you can say, say, say about yeah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm um for a sequel what have you got nothing um, <laughs> so if he traveled to the underworld in the first film maybe in the next film he where where's this go after the underworld <laughs> hmm, i don't know well okay well maybe somebody else in his
0: family dies or something and they need to oh i
1: don't know um, maybe the underworld comes to hit maybe the dead rise Okay, sure. Maybe there's like a zombie apocalypse. Sure. And then the dead are on this earth. Sure. But they're um, nice zombies. Okay, great. Can we get a Michael Jackson zombie there? Of course. Hundred um, percent.
0: Somehow. So uh-huh. I guess that the spirit of Michael Jackson has has come back.
1: Why Michael Jackson?
0: To perform Thriller. Oh sure, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> surely that writes itself. Okay. Loads of musicians
1: come back. Oh yeah, because this film had such good music. Maybe. Mm. The next one's just a bunch of famous dead celebrities.
0: So you've got MJ, you've got Elvis. Elvis is a good one, actually, because that fits kind of... It fits a little bit with this kind of genre that they had in, in this film.
1: Sure, there's a lot of, like, guitar music. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Um, and, you know, Anna, George Michael. Who else is dead?
1: <laughs> what, Amy Winehouse? <laughs> yep, there we go. Yeah. Um, Whitney? Yeah. Mm? Who else will be good? Are you just asking me to just name dead singers now? Kurt Cobain? I don't really know I'm going with this. No. <laughs> Fine. Just get a bunch of impersonators, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe some, for some kind of competition or yeah, song sure. contest sort of thing.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah, like a, de- a dead celebrity X Factor or something. Mm-hmm. No, I can see. I can I can get on board with that. Yeah. Cool. So that was Coco. What do you think you gave that out of 10? Mm, I reckon probably a nine. I'm going to state your word for it because for some reason it's not on the list. Don't know why. I mean... You
0: you've really gone above and beyond. Um I really with, with, thought with, I had with, it all. with with the actual concept, but the execution is only Execution's up there. poor, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I know that I gave Coco a 9. I'm guessing you probably did as well. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Cool. Uh next up Lady Bird.
0: Uh this one was just above the the line of boringness that most of the Oscars had. Okay. It was all right. It was a it was a little quirky. Sir Sir Ronan doesn't help this film for me. But that is just me. I'm mm-hmm. aware. I have watched this film again. Oh, you did watch it twice. Okay, I think so. I'm not sure if it deserved a best picture nomination, but I don't know why I'm saying that. There wasn't really any reason for it not to. Yeah. It just didn't feel like. Oh my god, this film's amazing.
1: I guess what I guess it wasn't really an event film. Mm. Like there wasn't like a big message behind it. It was just a very nice, well-made story about coming of age. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. It was really well made. Yeah, Enough. and it was short. It was like eighty-five minutes, and I like a short movie. That really that really helped because this would have been quite boring. This otherwise. could yeah, this could easily have been a really boring two-hour movie, but mm. as a less than ninety-minute movie, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, lovely little character study. So yeah, this was Sir Ronan playing a playing Lady Bird, a like. Teenage girl in America who has a bad relationship, a complicated relationship with her mother, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just about her going through high school and preparing to go to college. And she's not very; they're not a particularly wealthy family, um, so they're dealing with, they're dealing with a lot of like financial issues and stuff. And there's not really a lot of plot. It's just just nice. She has a boyfriend who turns out to be gay, played by Lucas Hedges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really was born to play. So, yeah. yeah so- was
0: that his first film that we saw him in was or something
1: else? No, he was in. we saw him in Manchester by the Sea last year. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was funny. I thought it was inc- incredibly well acted. I thought the chemistry between her and Laurie Metcalf, who played her mother, mm. was just superb. It was, they had it was such good it? chemistry, like parent-child chemistry. It, yeah. was, it felt like such a real relationship. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I loved this. Um, sequel ideas, Ladybird, the college years. I, I guess that's what you have to do, isn't it? Uh, maybe she accidentally gets pregnant mm-hmm. and has to move back home and her mum's like, I can't believe you ruined your life. And then that's the whole thing. I reckon
0: also, uh, maybe off screen, at the, uh, before the film starts, her dad dies. Oh, okay. Cause I can't even
1: remember what her dad's character was. He really wasn't a major character. He was just in the his. background, yeah.
0: Uh, I, I think he was suffering from depression. Was he? I okay. think I'm not sure. Who played the dad. nobody it really wasn't that interesting. No, it wasn't. No, not that interesting. It was not important to the plot they wrote. Sure. Okay. I have um, no memory of this whatsoever. Just trying to remember what actually happened. I mean, obviously the relationship was all about her and her mother, and yes, not so much about her and her dad. But yeah, yeah, he, he was struggling with a lot of things. Okay. So yes, for for some reason he's now he's now passed away. Okay. And the mother is really struggling with that. But Ladybird's not quite there for her as she should be because she's going through college and you know
1: getting pregnant or, or something sure yeah. <laughs> Stuff she, going on her she, she doesn't have to get pregnant no. <laughs> I was just married like shot in the dark
0: like. okay sure but like well yeah maybe she, she's she's got a, a boyfriend and she's quite excited about this new relationship or something and,
1: oh and then her dad dies just to come home to deal with to help deal with that yes
0: yeah, so and she's trying to sort of balance both things
1: okay now that that, that that works I mm. like that okay uh what do you think you gave this one? Uh, I reckon I probably gave it a seven, I think. Mm -hmm. You actually gave it an eight. Did I? Yeah, you were very kind to this. I gave it a nine. Mm -hmm. Okay, next is the last Oscar... Last film from Oscar season 2017. 2018. Thank you. 2017-18, yes. Well, the Oscar ceremony that took place this year. Yeah. But the last Oscar film from that period Mm -hmm. is I, Tonya. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, This was all right. Mm. Was this film a little bit long? I feel like it was a little bit long. Mm. Yeah. I don't remember fully, because it was the start of the year. No. But, uh, yeah, I remember enjoying a lot of this. Margot Robbie was great. Yes. Um, her mother was great. But I do remember being bored at times.
1: Mm. I feel like this was the Margot Robbie can really act film. Yeah. Because she'd obviously just <laughs> yeah. been in she Squad. Not that she was, that she was the reason that film was bad, but... Mm. This was like her redemption film. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, look, she's really talented. So, yes, Margot Robbie plays Tonya Harding, the real-life ice skating champion, whose career was ended in scandal when she was implicated in a conspiracy to mutilate her closest skating rival, Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, her boyfriend, husband, fiancé, I forget, mm-hmm. I think husband, her husband's friend basically kneecapped mm-hmm. Nancy Kerrigan and injured her quite badly. Mm-hmm. Uh and then they were all caught up in it. And she Tony Harding denies any knowledge of being a part of that conspiracy. Her ex husband claims that she absolutely was involved and this film kind of kind of balances it out. It, it it kind of never really tells you the truth. It's mm. it, it very much relies on the unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. So it has Margaret Robbie as Tony Harding saying, I had no idea, why would I ever want to do that? Yeah. But you kind of think you're not telling the truth. Yeah. <laughs> this was a real actor's film. Yes, it was. I felt like the story was quite inconsequential. Mm-hmm. But Margaret Robbie was fantastic and Alison Johnny, who won an Oscar mm-hmm. as the mother, was also fantastic. It was a very well acted. I don't I don't think it's a great film, I think it's a great set of performances. Mm-hmm. Or two great performances and a bunch of other decent ones. Uh, yeah. And it was fun. Mm. This film was funny and like it, it felt light, you know, it wasn't super depressing, but it wasn't boring. It was just Yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed this I've not watched it again ever I don't know how many times I'd want to watch it again but I could watch this again I could watch it again but Mm. I'm not desperate to watch it again I don't think this film changed anyone's life no except for maybe Tonya Harding's what do you think for a sequel then Uh, well Tonya Harding had a really interesting life after this after the events of this film Mm -hmm. because after she could no longer she was banned from skating from ice skating professionally for life. So to this day, she can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So she went on to do a load of crappy reality TV She was in porn, I think. Okay. I believe she made a porn film. Uh She was in like, re- celebrity boxing. I just, you know, she was in some kind of like, reality TV show, where, celeb- where low rent celebrities learn how to be boxers, and fight each other. Did she go for anybody's knees? I would imagine not. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that should have been like him. Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. So maybe a film about her life, struggling to keep things together after that scandal, would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then maybe, maybe like a film within a film about like how it all comes back around when someone decides to make a film about her life, mm-hmm. and she kind of gets a bit of a redemption. So mm. that'd be interesting. Yeah, Margot Robbie playing somebody watching Margot Robbie make a film <laughs> about her life. It'd be yeah. very messer. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that works. Mm-hmm. I like that. What do you think? You gave out of ten. Uh, I reckon a seven. Okay. Oh, again, somehow I've not put it down, so let's just say you gave it a seven. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why there's so many missing ones. What is this list comprised of? <laughs> I thought I'd done better. I gave it an eight. Okay. Cool. Uh Next up, okay, we're out of Oscar season, and now we are entering the time of year when they released all the films that were not good. No. <laughs> between Oscar season. <laughs> are you ready? Get comfortable. We're about, to, we're about to go into the weeds here. Okay. Next up is Red Sparrow. <laughs> oh, No. <laughs> Ugh.
0: Um okay, so what's happening here? Jennifer Lawrence is turning into a spy, I think.
1: She's a Russian spy. Yeah. But she gets naked a lot. She gets naked a lot. She gets beaten up a lot. Yeah. She gets raped a couple of times. <clears throat> this is this was a bleak and upsetting, uh, but not in like a powerful way, more in just like <laughs> this is a horrible. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm. It was this film made me feel icky. Yeah. I just didn't like mm. anything about this film. No.
0: No, it it wasn't fun not that it promised it was going to be fun no but it definitely wasn't
1: <laughs> no but it was like i think that's a, it was like a generic f- spy thriller mm-hmm. but also really upsetting and full of horrible violence towards women mm-hmm. and it was badly written and so it was just there was nothing going for it it wasn't like you know sometimes there are films that are bleak and depressing like 12 years Slave, mm-hmm. but also amazing and you come out thinking like wow i really learned something mm-hmm. and you know i'm going to reflect on this Whereas Red Sparrow, I just felt like I needed a wash. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't like anything about this film. No. Her Jennifer Lawrence wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Her accent was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about the accent. Her accent went on like a hike. It was like... It was wandering through hills and dales and countries and... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay,
1: so... For a
0: sequel to this, I mean, I don't remember a single thing that happened. No, in this I film, remember. So. All I
1: remember about this film is that I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing I remember.
0: Um, I know, can, can I can I put a remake? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a remake instead of Jennifer Lawrence, it's somebody like uh, um Mila Jovovich. Sure. And uh, what's her face though? The 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 old woman that you liked. She's Charlotte like, Rampling. Yes. Yes. She, she's still there. Sure.
1: Yeah. She was the only good thing in this. I like Charlotte Rampling but I would disagree I think she was phoning it in super phoning it in yeah okay Okay. I don't even know who else was in this like character wise it was, was, was so many British actors was, doing bad Russian accents was, so many I remember lots of weeks it was a wiggy wiggy movie
0: yes it really was but not to the movie's benefit well you know <laughs> it didn't hurt you know. well yeah alright it wasn't great no no it really
1: was not Um, I reckon I gave it a five. Okay, I gave it a red sparrow. sparrow. Oh no, you gave it a three, and I gave it a four. Did I? And (laughs) I would, I would go lower. I'm going to lower this to a two. I,
0: I'll, I'll I'll happily stick with a three. Um, I reckon I gave it a five, but like it's not like eight twelve over time. You gave it a three. Okay,
1: cool. No, yeah, the only memories I have of this film are negatives, so I'm going to move this down to a two. I really, really didn't like that movie. Sure. Okay. Next up, Tomb Raider. Ah, oh, great. Now we're into the fun part. We are really into the... Where it's, where it's bad films that are fun. This wasn't fun. Yes, it was. It was so fucking boring. It was a video game. It was watching somebody play a video it game. It really was. Yeah. It was...
0: It had everything.
1: And yet nothing.
0: <laughs> Times where, like, she's supposed to kill the main bad guy, but doesn't yes for no reason mm-hmm. or when she's running through a collapsing tunnel that's collapsing at the same speed that she's running
1: mm-hmm. okay let me just give a plot of something for this film people who haven't seen it yep it's Tomb Raider <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: yeah um oh yeah I remember this it was it was great because it was really bad and there was just on, there was only one good thing in it and that was um uh Dra- um, Not Jack
1: Frost uh, Jack Frost <laughs> <laughs> What's this face been spaced? Oh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. Yes, there was a weird scene at the end with Nick Frost. Yes. Well, he's in the middle as well. He, yeah, he, he, had little, um, he had a little. Yeah,
0: a little. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But the best bit of the movie was definitely that mid-credit scene. Yeah. Um, where she just where, where it just gets super cheesy. And yeah. it would have been great if the film was that yeah. cheesy all the way through. That was the
1: thing. So this whole film is so dreary and boring and it's just watching someone play a really boring video game. Mm. And then at the end it becomes campy and silly and fun, but literally yeah. in the mid credit sequence, yeah. it's like, <laughs> now you have a personality? Yeah. After I sat through two hours of this? Yeah. Ugh, I hated this. <laughs> My only memory of this film is your hilarious rant about cycling in London.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that that is an episode to go and look up on Beyond Beyond the Box there.
1: It's not, it's not often I go on a good rant, and that was one of that them. That was a good rant. You mm. you were like, I have things to say yeah. about the cycling in this film. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like a bike... Co- Lara Croft in this film is a bike courier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And, um... Well, what a,
1: what a hero she was. What what a hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is another of the many films we saw this year which fall into the category of failed franchise films. Yes, it was. They were really trying to relaunch that franchise, and I don't think they're going to make any more.
0: No. However, if they did... um. Just, I don't know, just remake uh, one of one of the existing Tomb Raider movies, but with this cast. Mm-hmm. Cast-wise, it was great. Script-wise, it just wasn't. Why were
1: the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider films, did they have good stories?
0: I don't remember, but they were two, there were two of them, so the first one they was They can't have been worse well. than this, yeah.
1: yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. Put Lara Croft into an actual film with an actual story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Yeah. It sounds so simple, but... Yeah. yeah. What do you reckon you gave it? Um, I reckon I probably gave it a five. You gave it a three. Did I? And I gave it a two. Yeah. This was the... S- no, I'll tell you later. I'd, I'd give it a five now,
0: but that's largely because we've just come from, like, Red Sparrow and all the Oscar shit. Sure, so, okay, so, so. Now, see, it's, yeah. know, yeah. yeah. tins of glasses. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, next up, Ready Player One.
0: Oh, God. This film was exactly what I expected it to be.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: It was just not fun at all. It was the, the only good thing about it was just, hey,
1: look, there's references. Yeah. And that's all the film had going for it. This was like Family Guy the movie, but yeah. without the comedy. <laughs> yeah. It was like, references! References! Yes. References everywhere! It's raining references. And oh, it, yeah. was, it was just too much for me. Yeah, I would agree that you're absolutely right. This film is exactly what I expected it to be, because it was just like, it is ticking the box. Mm. We're ticking that box, mm-hmm. and we're ticking that box. It was just... So, this is Steven Spielberg's film, based on a very famous novel, which mm-hmm. I have not read, about, again, a post-apocalyptic future where, mm-hmm. you know, is it New York?
0: No, some no, city.
1: No, no idea. Some city, you know, in the future, uh, where the young people... It's not, based, really, it's not really post-apocalyptic. Well, it's It's like a dystopian future, yeah. Like, yeah. things haven't, haven't gone well. Think, things haven't gone massively well, but it's not like... No the world hasn't ended. Yeah. It's just things are much harder. Yeah. Yeah. Re- natural resources have run out. The cities are basically wastelands. Um and it's got a kid who basically I don't
0: know if the cities are wastelands or just everybody's living in shanty towns.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah, it basically it's poverty shanty towns, yeah. Yeah. And all the young people are basically addicted to this online computer game where um it's a sort of virtual reality thing yeah. where
0: you you enter it like the, you enter the Matrix. Yes, yes. And there are literal Easter eggs in there to find. Yeah. Um, set by Mark Rylance. That's who it was. It was Mark Rylance in a crazy wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really crazy wig. <laughs> yeah, whoever finds all the Easter eggs uh, becomes the owner of the game. Yeah, wins million,
1: wins untold, untold millions. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And full control of the game. Yes. And so some guy who's just your your normal gamer. Yes. um, Who's, you know, not not really that good looking. And he's really good in the game. and He's really cheesy in the game as well. Does that thing um, that uh, I mentioned in an episode we recorded today. Where there's a romance going on. Which includes a guy who does not really know how to talk to women. But just pesters them until they fall in love with him. Yeah. Which happens? Mm-hmm. Um, who does meet this woman? Who she? Uh, well, she just won't show her face because she's horrifically scarred. She's so hideously ugly. Um, but uh, turns out that she's when she does show her face, really she, hot. <laughs> she, she's super hot and just has a birthmark on her face, a which tiny is tiny like, little birthmark. Yeah, which is quite a good sort of. It 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 looks nice and it would, like people would probably do that with
1: makeup or the occasional tattoo. Yeah. Um, it was so annoying. <laughs> it really was. I was so angry because she could have been a boy. Yeah. The joke, There's another the, character. The who's...
0: joke really should have been: she's just some fat guy living in his mum's basement. Yeah, because that's the that's what everybody says about when when you meet somebody online. They yeah. could just be a fat guy living in their mum's basement. Yeah, so just make the joke. Yes, <laughs>
1: and they'll be like, you know, what? I love you, fat guy living in your mum's basement. Yeah, we've connected. Yeah, yeah. um,
0: oh, I it. Yeah, it, this... got, it got to me there. Yeah. Um, well, it got to me everywhere, really. Really? <laughs> <laughs> there was barely a single thing about this I liked. Ben Mendelsohn was doing his very standard Ben Mendelsohn villain. We've seen that a lot this year. Yeah. There's, a, there's more films come, to come on this episode with Ben Mendelsohn. He, he does it so well. Yeah. He did it in Dark Knight Rises, did it in Rogue One. Yeah. He's done it in He's carved out a real niche films. as, yeah. And he, he does it well. Mm, he does, yeah. He he, he it, Undeniably it, so. Yeah. It's a very... It's a very average, solid villain. Yeah, it's never a standout. No,
1: yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. He, he's not quite Alan Rickman. No, definitely, but not. he has carved a niche. No, he's, no, niche. he's, he's, not, he's not, not. quite. He's nowhere near. No, he, he's carved out a good niche. There was a lot of Alan Rickman Alan can Rickman, do
0: yeah. your average villain. Not anymore, but he could. Well, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, um, Alan Rickman can do your average villain like Hans Gruber in Die Hard and make it stand out. Because mm-hmm. Hans Gruber just comes and tries to get some money. Yes, that's that's his motivation. It's it's barely anything, but Alan Rittman just sells the role so well. Mm-hmm. Ben Mendelsohn can just do anything, just great, just fine. Yeah, and be quite forgettable, but it's it's all right because it was still fine to watch. Totally yes. Whereas the rest of the film was just a bit of a letdown. Really, it was very Spielberg. I'll it give was, it that, but yeah. not necessarily. It
1: was it was uh, B movie Spielberg. What was the last truly great Spielberg movie? Bridge of Spies. I've not seen it. Was it that good?
0: I don't know if it was that good or that great, but it was um, It was Spielberg when he's doing more serious things.
1: Okay. Like, not necessarily child-friendly things. You know, he's got two speeds that he can do. Yeah. Well, he, he could... did The Post and Ready Player One this year, both of which I thought were really average. Yes. But The Post was, like, average for adults, and this was average for teenagers. Yes. Um, yeah, British Spies I really enjoyed. Okay.
0: Um, I've only seen it once, though.
1: Okay. It's, a it's been ago. a
0: long time since I've seen a Spielberg film that, like, really blew me away. Mm. Okay, so... What would you do for a sequel to Ready Player One? Ready Player Two? Is it going to happen? I feel like this film made money. I, I'm pretty sure it did, so I imagine that it is going to happen. Yeah. Not that it should. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the film left
1: it open for sequels? Do you think Kind it... of, because it ends with the kid, the main kid, getting the keys to the kingdom, right? Mm. So he be- he becomes the owner of the company, the gaming company.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of like he's he's won everything and there's, not, there's no threads left open, really. Yeah. Like, they set a mission, they... They've sold it. Sure. Pretty much. Um, whereas you compare it to something like um, Mortal Engines, mm. which we'll get to, it's left open. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do,
1: you, do you think this will get sequels? I feel like if it made enough money, they might just put one out there. But is mm. it, I'm, was there a sequel? But I think there was, I feel like there was a book, follow, a follow-up book. I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? Pfft. <sighs> what would i do uh maybe the sequel is so he's now in control of the company uh maybe he finds some other secret code that mark rylance's character is programmed in like haha there is another i mean i'm I'm really just phoning this in (laughs) um okay so there's another
0: villain um Mm. who is like the well, I guess it's now going to be the third biggest company in the world mm-hmm. because Ben Mendelson was the second biggest. Yeah, um, with uh, you know a new a new CEO at the top, who is going to be um, who, who will be a good villain. Um, let's, let's let's make it a female villain. Okay, who who could play that?
1: Tilda Swinton.
0: All right, there we go. Or maybe she actually hacks into the code of the thing, and man, and the only way the only thing that she can do is actually plant more Easter eggs that could unlock the rest of the game. Sure. So then, it's Tilda Swinton against this guy, whatever the main character's name was. Uh, what do you think you gave that a 10?
1: Uh, I reckon I probably gave that a 6. You did? As did I? Eight. This was 6-6, six, six, yeah. hmm Okay, next was... Oh, Love, Simon.
0: Oh, great. That was nice, um, wasn't it?
1: Yes, this was,
0: uh, yeah, just a, just a, just a nice film, that's all. That's yeah. All there really was to it, really. Uh, good little teen romance i remember you saying uh, that it was quite refreshing to see a film about a gay man that's not about working out if he's gay
1: or not yeah it was nice because a lot of like a lot of very good gay a lot of very good lgbt films is, and also some really bad ones it's always about how oh it's so hard to come out it's so bad you know it's like the worst thing you can tell people and your parents are going to reject you and your friends mm-hmm. are going to be like, horrified and it's so painful it was nice to see a kid who was just like yeah i'm gay Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it, and the, and the I mean there were some there was a lot of stuff about the parents like dealing with it, but it was the parents didn't reject him. Mm-hmm. It was just not. Yeah, it, this this was a really nice film. Yeah, I was very happy to see this film, and I was really glad for. I came out this film feeling really glad for people younger than me that this film exists. Mm-hmm. I think if I'd seen this film when I was like seventeen, it would have or fifteen, you know, it would have been nice. Mm. So yeah, this film would be happy. It's not a work of genius. It's very much a generic rom-com mm-hmm. very generic teen high school film but it's it was just nice it was just very nice mm-hmm. it was just nicely done nicely what, acted yeah what would you do for a sequel I don't know Simon the college years <laughs> <laughs> you're retreading ground there I am a bit yeah <laughs> um, well, I don't know what does, do,
0: does he uh, cross over with Ladybird?
1: maybe he runs into Ladybird. yeah they go to the same college yeah maybe they become pals yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know does this film felt very self-contained sure yeah yeah
0: Okay, yeah. So, what he goes to college, meets up with Lady Bird, um, yep. maybe an older Timothy Chalamet is their professor or something.
1: Well, Timothy Chalamet was in Lady Bird. Was he? Oh, yes, he was. He was Lady Bird's. I was
0: going to say, just his character from "Call You by My Name," which I guess was, was it in the seventies, eighties. Eighties.
1: You could have someone playing like an adult version of that character. Yeah. yeah
0: sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, and uh, I don't know, maybe. They become best friends in college and then there's, oh, I don't know,
1: some other kind of romance. <laughs> it's a kind of a closed plot. There's <laughs> yeah, not really a really to go with it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Maybe it's Blue's story. Yes, that, that works well. Yeah. Maybe it's like a sidequel where mm-hmm. you see this, the same film but from the perspective of the mystery boyfriend. Yeah. Called Blue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, like, I like that. Yeah. Did I say what I rated it? No. Eight. Seven. High seven. I don't know.
1: You gave it a nine. Did I? Yeah, you really oh, like really? this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. As did I. It was two nines again. Great. Okay. so. Uh, a- I, might, I might bring it down a bit. It wasn't, like, that good. I, mean, I was just happy to see it. Okay, next up is Isle of Dogs. Yeah, this one was
0: alright. The animation in it was brilliant. It was
1: beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. At, the, at the
0: time, I remember watching it and just being like, oh, this is got to win the best animation this year. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm in full competition mode with this and into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Which I'll talk more about later. But, uh, yeah, this one had it had an all right story. Um, it had a, it did have a great style, actually, of being, um, like, an Asian film, but in English. And not just, like, it was dubbed differently or something. It just... I don't know. What was it about this that was really interesting?
1: Well, it... It kind of had that, yeah, because it, it's, this is a stop motion animation by Wes Anderson who mm. did uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox and uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou and The Royal Tenenbaums. And it's about a bunch of dogs who are abandoned on an island, hence the name, in Japan, mm-hmm. in World War Two, I think, maybe. Mm. There's an American girl mm-hmm. who is living in Japan and her plot is to tell the Japanese people how they shouldn't be so cruel to dogs. And that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that being weird. But yeah, it's got a lot of Japanese imagery, a lot of Asian imagery and culture in it. But also, it's kind of got this weird dead Pan Americanness to it. Mm. It's a weird one. I don't think I liked it very much. Do you not? I think it looked beautiful, mm-hmm. but I seem to f- remember finding the film a little bit dull. And also be a bit questionable. Some of the decisions it made. Well, like what? Like having the American girl lecture all the Japanese people yeah I don't know I don't remember much about this no me neither to be honest I feel like it was kind of an inconsequential film mm-hmm.
0: yeah you know I, I'd be happy to rewatch really watch
1: it but I wouldn't be excited about rewatching really it yeah same if it was on the TV I'd be like oh let's see if I've misjudged it but yeah, yeah I don't feel huge amounts of excitement I remember it had a very good voice cast mm, yeah I remember that too had like George Clooney and Bill Murray and all that lot yeah a lot of others
0: um, oh, what, what, what did you rate it then do you think
1: feel like I maybe gave it a seven. I reckon I gave it, yeah, maybe a seven, I think. I can tell you that you gave it a, oh, you liked it less than me, you gave it a six, I gave it a seven. Huh. Yeah. Okay, it was not awesome, far off. Yeah. Cool. Sequel? Um, Isle of Cats. Isle of Cats, oh yeah, of course, of course, that's what it would be. Yeah. I remember this being like visually quirky mm-hmm. in a way that I enjoyed, but I also remember it being kind of just flat and all. Yeah. Okay, A Quiet Place. Oh, okay. Uh, this,
0: one's a, this one's a big one. This one's good. This one I'd, I'd like to see get a Best Picture nomination.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. Do you think? I don't think it's going to happen. I like it, but I just don't think it's got a lot of momentum. Hmm. It was De- really good. It definitely did at the time. It did at the time, but I feel I like think it's been it forgotten
0: about. It did really well.
1: Yeah. It had a really good sense of tension. Oh, God, it I was really tense in this film.
0: Mm. It
1: had the best villain of any film that we've watched this year. (laughs) I I, I was
0: going to ask if we should do some awards.
1: Yeah. Um, But no, the best villain was clearly that rusty nail. Yes, it
0: was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay. But for a sequel for this one, what do you think? Well, Apparently they're making one, because it made so much money. Sure. I guess that might be just Emily Blunt versus the... Or maybe maybe it'll like be back in time a little bit, and it'll be like when the aliens first invaded. It'll be like *Fear the Walking Dead* style, kind of. That feels like a bad idea. Yeah. They shouldn't do that.
0: No. No, I think go to like um, go to a town that's there, and mm-hmm. there's so it's more than just a family; it's actually a community of people. Yeah, I think
1: that's what they're gonna do. And yeah,
0: see see how they're living with things. Mm-hmm. Probably getting picked off one by one. No, no.
1: Teenagers, um, in a log cabin by a lake. Oh, great! A bunch of like horny teenagers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do that. So a quiet place, mixture of Friday the Thirteenth, basically. Yes, and yeah. there will definitely be two teenagers
0: who can't resist having very loud sex. Of course,
1: yes, and that's gonna be how they get found out. Yeah. Yep. The sound of her orgasm. Yep. Will yeah, like it. Yeah. That is absolutely what should happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be awful. I was going to say, a loud place. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that Mm.
0: works. Um, Okay, I reckon a nine. Oh,
1: okay. Have you watched that? Have you watched this one back? Uh, Yes, I have. Did it stand up to a second viewing? Yes. Okay. Really did. I have not, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, You gave it an eight, as did I. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Next up is Deadpool
0: 2. Let's see, Deadpool 2. That was pretty good, I think. I'm trying to remember it. I think I've only watched it the once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was fine. It was uh, it was a pretty good sequel to the original with, I, I guess, a slightly bigger budget, it looked like.
1: I'm trying to remember this movie. God, how have I not remembered this movie so well? I think that's it was quite fine. telling. Maybe, yeah. I watched both Deadpool movies for the first time in the space of a weekend. I watched the first one because I knew we were going to watch the second one. Yeah. And I struggle to remember what happened in which movie. I think that probably why I don't remember and why you're
0: saying that is that the second one, it, it's just so similar to the first one. Yeah. It doesn't really up the stakes. No. Like like a sequel should. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when it's just the same, it it just it, it, it does just sort of kind of roll into one. So, yeah, there's elements that I'm remembering from this. I don't know. That The film was just fine. Yeah.
1: I remember not liking the fact that they gave Deadpool a dead wife. The film made some bold choices very quickly. Yeah. Because,
0: <laughs> like, in the first film, she was great. And then the second one, just like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. Straight away, she's dead.
1: It was like, I don't need to see a sad Deadpool. No. and It's not the point. And just then, keep it comedic.
0: Yeah. And then at the end, the whole time travel thing to undo literally everything it did feel like a bit much, even for Deadpool. Yeah. To just suddenly be like, oh yeah.
1: None of this matters. None of this matters. This was entirely inconsequential. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because in the first Deadpool, it mattered. Yeah. Everything mattered, even if it was all tongue-in-cheek and, Hmm. you know, jumping around through the fourth wall and stuff. Yeah, this one, it did take it a little bit far in that sense, but then, like I say, also didn't up the stakes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it lent too much well, I think it was a good idea to lean into the comedy, but it also kind of lent into the drama in a way that I didn't need. Mm. I don't know.
0: And the comedy in this didn't all land. For example, there's a bit at the end where he's dying, and like, well, at the start of the film he says he's going to die because of that's what Wolverine did in his movie, Yeah, which I did really enjoy the jokes of. Yeah, but then there's that death scene he has at the end, which is just super long and drawn out, and I get that that's the joke.
1: It was still but, wasn't fun to watch. But then it's
0: still just super long and drawn out. Yeah. It's like, this is why well, I'm watching this. Yeah. Draw it out a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Re- repeat that music loop once, but not five times. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, I think the film took itself to... No, it didn't take
1: itself too seriously.
0: It believed in itself too much.
1: Yeah. I feel like they're going to make another four it... or five of these and they're all going to be the same. It, it, it depends on what happens with studios. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, yeah. But uh, I
0: think the first film did so well because they weren't that confident in, in themselves, mm-hmm. and so they gave it a small budget. Not that this thing suffered from having a big, uh, too big a budget, because mm-hmm. um, it didn't really do anything massively ambitious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the first film, the filmmakers were limited, and they worked with that, and it worked out quite well. Sure. The second one, perhaps not not as much so. I've really torn myself down on this film, but. Um, I reckon I rated it a seven. However, now I would like to take that down to a six.
1: Uh, Deadpool 2, you gave it an eight. But I would like to take that down to a six now. So. Cool. I gave it a... Probably a three. I reckon. No, I gave it a seven. Did you? Okay. It was fun. It wasn't like horrible. It was just kind of meh. Mm. What do you think of it now? I remember so little of it. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably breathe it down to a six. Okay. Like, it was fine.
0: Yeah. It was,
1: I think it was the definition of an average film.
0: It really was. It was For me, it didn't help that it came out the week after Infinity War. Yeah. Because Infinity War, which, again, we'll get to, and do know if that's next, um, that set a very high standard for, mm. for comic book movies. Yeah. And then Deadpool
1: was like, and it is the average! Yeah. True. Well, okay, so the thing with Infinity War is that I didn't see it in the cinema. Mm-hmm. So it's not on the list I'm referring to right now, but it is on my list of films I've seen this year. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about the next. Okay, sure. This is probably a good time to talk about Infinity War. What sequel to Deadpool 2? Sequel to Deadpool 2, Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3, time travel.
0: Sure, yeah. I want it to get super meta with its time. Well, it obviously would super meta with its time travel, mm. different paradoxes. Deadpool meets slightly younger Deadpool. There's two Deadpools talking talking to the camera. Yeah. Um, they're arguing as to you know what the
1: audience should and shouldn't know about what's going to happen in the film and stuff like that. I think they should do a direct parody of it's into the spider verse, into the Deadpool verse.
0: Ooh, that is good.
1: Yeah. Yeah? Just keep following the, we're making fun of Spider-Man to his natural conclusion. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Multiple direct, can you imagine multiple dimension Deadpools? He's already crazy. Bloody hell, yeah. yeah. You oh, probably have like yeah. S M Deadpool, or like flamboyantly gay Deadpool. I like, mean, know, is
0: he not already s Deadpool? He's a bit,
1: but just, just like even more, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, com- yeah, completely out gay Deadpool. Yeah. That's the annoying thing is that the whole thing with Deadpool. Ever, I remember when the first one came out, everyone was like, Oh, look, it's a pansexual comic book hero. And no, he's just basically straight, but occasionally he makes blowjob jokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tries anal sex once, doesn't like it. Yes, that's annoying.
0: That's what pansexual is, though. Basically, yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> according to film. Yes, yeah, into the Deadpool verse. Perfect. Just call it into the Deadpool verse as well. They probably would. Love Deadpool.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. There. I I struggle to think of a sequel for Love Simon crossover Deadpool. (laughs) He discovers that he's Deadpool in his universe. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Infinity War. Then. So yes, let's go to Infinity um,
0: War. So this one, I know, I rated a ten. You said that this was a perfect film. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Um, I pretty much stand by that. Okay. Because it. Did so phenomenally well when it could have so easily been in train wreck with almost any other director sure. or pair of directors. I mean, it, it was very loyal to every character it had in this, every film that they've had. You know, Thor, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Captain America. It was a sequ- Spider-Man. Even it was a loyal sequel to all of those to all of those film franchises. Sure, and somehow still managed to put it together in a film that made sense. Mm-hmm. The fact that it managed to do all that. And also somehow, for me, become an instant classic that mm. I find very quotable, very fun to rewatch. I've rewatched this a lot of times.
1: I bet you did.
0: Yeah. A big <laughs> have, nerd. Have and do. Uh,
1: so what do you think of this? And uh, what, what would you pitch for a sequel to it? I I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very angry about the robot. Yes. That was just a robot mm-hmm. that should have just died. Mm-hmm. I cannot get past that. Sure, sure. So I watched basically for those who've not heard our Beyond Beyond the Boxer episode. I watched this having seen maybe four or five Marvel films before. Mm -hmm. I'd seen a couple of Spider Mans. I'd seen, uh, which aren't Marvel. Uh, I'd seen you'd seen the Tom Holland Spider Man. I've seen the Tom Holland Spider Man. I had seen the first four film. I had seen (laughs) Black Panther.
0: Did he? Captain America Civil War? I've not
1: yet seen any Captain America. Okay, films. did you see an Iron Man film? I've, no, I've not seen any Iron Man films. An Avengers film? No. Okay, I, f- yeah. I could swear there were more.
0: Yeah, I could swear there were more as well. Did you see Doctor Strange?
1: That was it, I saw Doctor Strange. I okay, think. yeah. Yes. um, Yeah, so I've seen the, a brief yeah. smattering. A brief, a brief, yeah, a brief. Of, like, one
0: good one and some of the the low end of the, of Basically, the universe. Yeah.
1: So I didn't know who anyone was. <laughs> no, you and know. there were so many characters and they just kept introducing more and more and more and I was so confused. But I was enjoying myself. But this was this was the the first and currently
0: only Marvel film that's written assuming that you've seen all all all, all almost of all the films that came before and it. And boy could you tell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had in-jokes from previous films, which just doesn't yeah. really happen. Yeah, exactly. So, I was watching this whole film, and there is a character in this film called... Vision. Vision? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who has an Infinity Stone in his skull? In his forehead, yeah. In his forehead. And uh, so, basically, because... Villain? Thanos. Thanos is... I'm surprised you don't know that ...searching one, sure. for... I blanked. Because Thanos... Thanos' whole thing is he wants all the Infinity Stones... They're like, oh, we must destroy this Infinity Stone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, you better kill me then. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, no, we couldn't possibly kill you. That's not going to be an option. Mm -hmm. He has a girlfriend who's like, no, you're not going to die. You're going to stay alive. So this whole film, and this character has like robotic elements. This Mm -hmm. whole film, I watched it thinking, oh, I guess he's like half human, half android. Like he's probably had some terrible accidents. So he's got robotic parts, but he's basically a human. Mm -hmm. So, all right, I get it. You know, she doesn't want her boyfriend to die, whatever. And it was only when I spoke to you afterwards, having watched the whole film, that I realised that that character is just a fucking robot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so—I'm still angry. Just uh-huh. thinking about it makes me angry. Uh-huh. Literally half of civilization died because they wouldn't switch the off switch on a robot. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Okay, so your sequel.
1: Kill the robot. <laughs> That's not a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Oh. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Well, there's going to be a sequel next neck Is it coming out next year? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they have the trailer, haven't they? Yeah. Um, Thanos realises he's, he's made a huge mistake. Care to expand on that? No. <laughs> okay, I'll
0: expand on it for you. Thanos realises that it was actually a mistake to do that because by wiping out half of all life, he actually wiped out all of all plant and animal life as well which means halving all the resources along with halving all the that was another question I had, yes. (laughs) What about about germs and, like, organisms? And so uh, it doesn't actually help anything. It just sends the universe into disarray and uh, the problem still stands. Yeah. So he does what he can to try and um, rebirth all of life. And, I don't know, the glove can't do it unless he gets Dr. Strange to cast a magical spell on it or something, so he has to win
1: back uh, the loyalty of the Avengers. Sure. What do you think you gave it a 10? 10. You gave it 10, yes. I gave it a 9. I'd give it 11 if I could. Well, you can't. Sorry. Sorry, I don't make yeah. the rules. Well, I do make the rules. Yeah, cool, you... well, I'm glad you gave it a 9. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I, really... I was expecting to give it an 8, but uh, yeah, 9's good. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Next up is, ooh, Solo, A Star Wars Story. Ooh, this one's not a 10. <laughs> um, <laughs> Decidedly not.
0: No, this one was um, I mean universally disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that should have been the title. <laughs> or, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I saw there was a pun there no. as, as I said that. I was like, There's something. Um, it wasn't great, was it? No, it um, was not. It was a bad time for uh, for for the gang at Lucasfilm, and I mean they've. They've they've talked about it, and there's no more Star Wars films from that one, pretty much. No.
1: Yeah, this killed the
0: franchise. Yeah. It felt very much like, uh, here's the Star Wars prequels again.
1: Yeah. I didn't hate it. I just found it very bland. Nobody needed a Han Solo film that explained where his name came from.
0: No. I don't know whose decision it was to leave that in there. Yeah, that should have absolutely been on the cutting room floor. That is... It's a massive red flag, surely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you rate Solo out of 10? Six.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll join you on that. Six. Uh, I think that might be what we gave it. I mean, look. Oh, no, we gave it a seven. Did we? I would downgrade it to a six. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was, that was too generous. It was definitely too generous. Okay, next up is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Fuck that film. Wow,
0: okay. Wait, tell us what you really feel. I do not like Jurassic Park or Jurassic World films.
1: No, it was was terrible. (laughs) It was bad. It was a bad film. It really was. You reckon it was better or worse than Jurassic World 1? Worse. Worse? 100% worse. Jurassic World, the first one, was a passable retread. Mm. Like, it wasn't great, but it was kind of like, okay, we're just... We're going to retread this old ground. Mm -hmm. This one was just... What the fuck do they even think this was? It was what? so. I don't think. I didn't think it was that bad. Compa- it was in, a in, train in, wreck. in comparison to to the first one. Was... I thought it was a complete train wreck. Well, though, I hated this. I came out angry. Will you watch the next one? Yeah, I probably will. Yeah, me too. That's <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Well, as... I
0: mean, I only will because I imagine that we'll be doing it for this, and also. I oh, know. No, I was going to say. I, I was going to say that I like to complete things, like complete a trilogy, mm. but I never watched The Hobbit 3. Really? No. I, that I, surprises I, me. Well, I watched the first two and then thought, um, I've really, really pushed my way through both of these. Sure. I don't know why I watched the second one, I hated the first one every mm. minute of it and it was so boring. And then the third one came out and I was like, I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm not here for this. I'm no. just not. I'll save it for one point when me and Ross inevitably do a marathon of all three Hobbits and all three Lord of the Rings and I do not want to have to sit through this film twice in my life.
1: Okay. So you've yet to see the third Hobbit film? Yeah. That genuinely surprises me. Was was
0: it the better of the three? No, it was
1: shit, but I'm just surprised you haven't seen (laughs) (laughs) it. Yeah.
0: Okay, Wow. So yeah, Jurassic World uh, three. What would you what, what would you imagine that's going to be?
1: Well, at the end of Jurassic World two, all the dinosaurs get released into the world. Mm-hmm. So maybe this film is a legal drama about the little girl from two being basically sent to prison for life for all the people she's basically inadvertently killed mm-hmm. by letting those dinosaurs run free.
0: I would like to watch that actually, so to see what it, what the world would be like where it has to actually jail a ten year old girl. Yeah. A sweet-looking 10-year-old girl Mm -hmm. for life.
1: or Because that's a dark world. That's good. Or Jurassic World 3, just a film that actually stars Jeff (laughs) Gorblum. Because I'm still angry. Yeah. I'm still very angry about the Jeff Gorblum situation.
0: Well, I mean, he was busy doing Thor Ragnarok, which you would love. (sighs)
1: So you say? I mean, I... Seriously, you really
0: would. His, His performance in that is... One of his best, and he is so weird. It's great. Okay.
1: No, I, I would like to see that film. I just need to get around to it. Yeah, I'm a busy man. Well, you we liked Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> it's, I mean, obviously it's a very different film, but
0: it's very, very clearly the same director.
1: Oh, is it Taika? Okay, Taika Waititi. Taika, okay, mm. okay, sure. Okay, Jurassic World well out of ten. I feel like I probably gave it a four or a five. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a four. Okay, it was four four. Four, four, two, fours. Yeah. Okay, I think that's generous, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I'd stick with them. Maybe bring it down to a three, but it's mm-hmm. basically where we're at. Yeah, okay. cool. What's next? Next up is Hereditary. Oh, great. Okay, um, I like this one. This film, this one, this, this really was something. This was bananas. B A N A N A S.
0: I'm at some point, we're going to do this on the main show, and I'm looking forward mm. to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Agreed. This film was so much. It was so much, and it was exactly <laughs> what I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, I was, loved this.
0: Did the did the trailers make it look like it was going to be what it was? I don't really remember, because obviously we know that Tony Collette was going to be in it, but no. did it look like it was going to be a crazy piece of horror shit? Or... I
1: think it, the trailers made it look mad, but I don't know if the trailers made it look, let us know just how mad it was going to be. I mean, yeah. how could it? Yeah.
0: Well, actually, yeah, I mean, to, to spoil the film, the the trailers didn't actually let you know that the little girl dies. No. And, and that's the plot. That was a big... Yeah. That, that, was, that was a great twist. It's not quite the twist of the movie, but It was but a it's, great moment, it, it, yeah. it's, it's a twist from the trailer, and then I, I guess from there it just sort of really ramps up. Um, Tony Collette's performance, do you think? Um...
1: Give her an Oscar. (laughs) Yeah. Give her an Oscar. It was outstanding. It was the most. Mm. (laughs) Mm.
0: Do you think, do you think anybody else could have done it or do you think this was
1: an absolute Tony Collette role she was born to play? Uh, This was such a Tony Collette performance. Mm -hmm. 100%. Nobody else could have done what she did. Like, just, just, no. Mm. Nobody else could have gone as far as she went. It was, a mo- I would say this was a modern horror classic. Yes. It really was. This is one that people are going to be watching for years. Yeah. In a good way. in In, Absolutely. in, 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 a good in like way. a,
0: this is an amazing horror movie. Or uh, this is great fun to laugh at. Like, what What, what are the Somewhere two is two? going in between.
1: Because yeah. it's not a bad film. It's not like it's the but Nicolas Cage. It's not like it's Nicolas Cage in The Wicker Man. But it's not a comedy, though. No, it's not a comedy, no.
0: Yet, you would like, You do laugh at it. Have you watched this back yet? I've not yet, no. No, I'm looking forward to it. You did laugh at it, and so did I. Because yeah. How can you not? But it's not a comedy.
1: hmm So what is it? Well, I love the fact that you just don't know. No, you really don't, do I you? love a film where you just don't know. Mm. I remember watching it in the cinema as well, and it just being like... The audience was so divided in such a great way. Oh, I don't remember. I just remember people actively laughing at it at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> and i also remember us walking out and people who were walking out with us being like well that's the last time I'm like you picked the film we're gonna watch <laughs> like there were people who were not happy there were people who were very unhappy about what they had seen oh uh, i uh, love hearing when the audience is unhappy with a film but yeah. they don't quite have the courage to walk out totally yeah but yeah, i we're, think we're that's, guilty of yeah i think that's telling in this film i think people just didn't want to walk out because as much as they think they hated it they didn't really hate it mm. <laughs> okay sequel i mean everyone dies <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert, everyone dies. Uh, Tony Collect goes to hell. Crossover with Drag Me to Hell? Yes, yes, there we go.
0: Tony Collette becomes the dancing goat from Drag Me to Hell. I love it. <laughs> I love this. Oh, I forgot we did Drag Me to Hell. That was a good
1: that time was a too, was That it? was a solid choice of yours. I'm girl. so glad I chose that. Yeah, <sighs> me too.
0: Yeah, so Tony Collect goes to hell. She becomes the devil or demon who's at work in Drag Me to Hell. Lamia or something, yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. maybe she becomes the crazy psychic I lady. I was
0: just about to say that exact phrase. Yeah, writes itself really. <laughs> yes. So Tony Collette wearing a lot of makeup. Yes, and um, a lot of old lady, old lady makeup becomes mm-hmm. that weird psycho lady, and um, yeah, just haunts just random young blonde woman. Yeah. So what would you rate it out of 10? <laughs> ten? Ten. <laughs> what do you think you did rate it out of ten? Probably an eight. An eight. I reckon I gave this. A seven, however, I would like to change that to a nine. Yeah,
1: I'm definitely up it whatever I gave this, I'm upping it by yeah. at least one point. <laughs> uh yeah, eight and eight. I'm definitely upping it to a nine. Yeah. Yeah. To, okay. We under we underrated that. We did. That was fucking fabulous. Mm. Okay, next up, Oceans Eight. Yeah, Oceans Eight. Okay. Um
0: this one was Very disappointing. I'd not seen any Ocean's film beforehand. No. So I didn't, I I thought I knew what I was getting into, and this was a bit of a disappointment. It was was less than I was hoping for, a lot less.
1: Mm -hmm. I love a good heist film. Yeah. Can't think of many examples right now. Well, there's was, another one coming up. Was Solo a heist film? I don't think so. I, w- I wouldn't define it as specifically a heist film. Has there been a Star Wars heist film? Yes, Rogue One. That's Rogue was. One was more of a heist film, yeah. yeah. And that was great. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's, that's, that's what I like in, a, in yeah. a heist film.
1: No, I like a heist film too. Tension.
0: Yes. That's always great.
1: Mm-hmm. And Ocean's 8... Clearly defined stakes and tension.
0: Ocean's 8 didn't even try and have tension. No. Which was by far its downfall. Mm,
1: I agree. I agree. I remember finding this film really frustrating because it was very much a case of they would do something and then they would explain afterwards how they did it. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good way to make a heist film. No, you, what
0: you do is you, you, you tell people what you're going to do. And then, like, you, you, and then you, something you, you, goes wrong. You do it, something goes wrong and you do something you else. And then afterwards, it, yeah. if you want, you yeah. say what happened. Mm. But... Yeah, it was a big shame that there was just no tension in this and no. nothing went wrong at any point because mm. that's what a heist film needs to actually make yeah. it exciting. And none of this was exciting. No.
1: So what's your sequel to Ocean's 8? Oh, man. Stakes? A storyline? <laughs> I don't know. Danny Ocean is alive. <gasps> what? I know. But right? how? How? I I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, and <laughs> oh, no, I have it. no no actually no I don't care about that. My sequel idea is a midquel. Mm-hmm. It takes place in between Ocean's Eight and the Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen okay. f- franchise. While Sandra Bullock is in prison, yeah, and it's basically Orange is the New Black with Sandra Bullock. Ah,
0: okay. Yeah. Um, who else have we got them are, are there any other? You could have anyone. Are there any other existing characters from the
1: Ocean's Eight film um, that are in there? Probably not. Maybe Kate Blanchette could be visiting her all the time because they—they seem—they seem like they Maybe were. Maybe she, she, she could be her Alex to to her Piper. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You gave it six. Yeah, I probably five. Gave it a, five. Yeah, I think it's probably be a five or a six. Uh, I can tell you that Oceans Eight got a five and a six. You gave it a six. <laughs> I gave it a five. No, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah sure. I would stand by that.
0: No, I'll take that down to a five yeah
1: definitely okay next up
0: Leave No Trace oh yeah this was a surprise for me I think oof I reckon this one has actually changed quite a lot in my opinion mm-hmm. um, you weren't keen on this no the time. but now thinking about it yeah it's alright I did just recently rewatch Hunt for the Wilder People so that's fresh from my mind uh-huh. and there's some very significant similarities between these two films oh for sure for sure um
1: Mm, I don't know. I, I got annoyed by the girl. Oh, I thought she was so good. Yeah, I remember. That. I remember you thinking that. I really, really loved this. I, I know you
0: were. You I really you didn't like how she ha- had one emotion that she could do that she, that, that she could act.
1: Mm-hmm. That wasn't very fun. Uh, what was the film about? So this is oh yeah, this is one of the less seen films we've seen this year. Mm. It stars Ben, not Mendelssohn. Nope. Oh, what's his name? Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Foster. Foster ben Foster yeah. from Hello mm-hmm. or High Water*. Mm-hmm. So he's a single dad. He's mm-hmm. got a daughter who's probably about fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And he—he's an ex-soldier. He's very traumatised and troubled. Mm-hmm. And he's basically living off the grid, very similar to Captain Fantastic from last year. Mm, yeah. So they are living in the in the wilderness of America, basically. And she—that's the, the the only life she's ever known. Mm-hmm. But they are living on government property so at a certain point they get arrested because mm-hmm. they get discovered and they have to, they're forced to like live in you know a, a house in a house they're, yeah. they're forced to reintegrate into a, ca- a council house yeah they're forced to reintegrate into society basically yeah. and it's all about how she actually you know benefits from that You know, she actually makes some... Because she's just lived with her dad for her entire life. They've been a complete duo. Mm -hmm. And it's about how she actually starts to connect with people. She meets people. Mm -hmm. But he can't... He's so traumatised from his days in the army, we assume, that he just... He's constantly trying to run away. And he's just really a very damaged person. Yeah. And... The film ends with him running off into the wilderness to live on his own. But she decides to stay behind. Mm -hmm. I really loved this. I thought it was so quiet, but really beautiful. Like... I just remember that end scene. It really... You know, sometimes there's, like, certain scenes from films that stick with me. Mm -hmm. I remember the end of this film where she says something like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you isn't what's wrong with me. And Mm. it was just lovely. Mm, It was just really, really, a really poignant moment. Like, it was a beautiful depiction of, like, a father-daughter relationship. And, yeah, I just... I was really moved by this film. I was really genuinely moved by it. So, yeah.
0: The things that are remem- remembered from it that aren't what I've already said, mm-hmm. they're all really positive things about the plot. Mm-hmm. And
1: this should it be was, in it the was, It was very moving. And I, she I, should ab- be. I absolutely
0: yeah. agree now. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't at the time. No, at the time you were um, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really up for this film. I would rate this quite highly. Yeah. What would I rate it though? Maybe an eight. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if I'm to rewatch it right now, if that would then go down again. Yeah, yeah. But like having watched it once, like I don't know, six months ago, or whatever it was. Yeah, I'm gonna say an eight. Okay. But I know that I would have
1: rated it more like a six or something. Yeah, I think you gave it a six. Let me shut up. Yeah, I gave it an eight. You gave it a six. So. Okay. Yeah. For a sequel. Oh, uh, maybe the dad comes back again from the wilderness, mm-hmm. and I don't know. That's all I've got. <laughs> great
0: okay I like it I like it what was it called Leave Some trace Leave some trace yeah
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know it's a hard one to do because it's it's a human story. okay well
0: well now it's all about it's all about her not that the first one was all about him yeah but now it's all about her yeah and it's about how she is reintegrating into into society she's trying her absolute best mm-hmm. yeah she's making some friends uh, maybe she's you know thinking about a relationship there's mm-hmm. a few little hints of that happening oh trying to get a job. When she has no experience of, of, of anything, if you're like your normal job, and she's trying and trying and trying to get whatever jobs that the, uh, I don't know if there's like a um, job seekers thing in America, but the equivalent of, and so they're all trying to get like sales jobs and office jobs and stuff like that. Nothing is working out very well, everything in life is going absolute shit, until she realizes that she could become like a park ranger or something uh, like that okay. something extremely appropriate for her experience yeah something
1: outdoorsy yeah
0: yeah and um then finds that and then things start going well and i don't know she's a park ranger her dad just lives in the park sure.
1: and they just they, they build their relationship back that's nice i was thinking maybe she meets the oldest son from captain fantastic that works so really she meets well. a guy who's yeah. also been raised by a crazy, you know, friggin is a mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. Yeah, And so then they, they're, they're running this this park uh, or this nature reserve where uh, people can go and live and just live off the land. Mm-hmm. Some people like it. Some people are, com- are completely against it. They have to fight for what they believe in. Yeah, That's the film. Yeah. This is one
1: I definitely want to watch again. Mm. I'm excited to watch that one again. Yeah,
0: I well not excited but I'm I'm not sure cause interested. i interested I like the idea of liking this film and I feel like if I watch
1: this film again I might not like you it might re- you might remember how much it was actually quite boring for you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's fair okay yeah, yeah. cool